0: What? I know, exactly. Everything's digital today. Welcome to All Things Digital. What's up you guys, my name is Shivaji and welcome to our second episode of All Things Digital. I want to begin today by thanking you guys for some wonderful feedback on my first episode. Special shout out to Karan who runs the tech channel Mobi Scrub for all his good advice and um, feedback. Hope everyone's staying stay- safe and enjoying the long weekend, well for many of us doesn't it anyway feel like one all the time. I sometimes have trouble remembering days although if you knew me better you'd know how horrible my memory is. My colleagues at work would know, in fact I'm quite lucky to have such patient and tolerant team members because I sometimes even forget their names. <laughs> Just kidding guys, or maybe not. Anyway, let's jump right into this week in digital. It's been a hectic month for anyone who has been remotely connecting, connected to anything digital. And you'll see why in my first segment, which is all the important news for this week. Well, to begin with social media, we mentioned last week that Facebook, Google, and YouTube have really upped their efforts towards battling COVID-19 misinformation. Well, this week, Facebook shared some updates on that front. The platform claims to have directed over 2 billion people to resources from the WHO and other health authorities through their COVID-19 information center and pop-ups on Facebook and Instagram. You're wondering how it works, though, right? I mean, even I was. Well, according to Facebook, once a piece of content is rated false by fact checkers, the platform reduces its distribution and shows warning labels with more context. Based on one fact check alone, they're able to start similarity detection methods that identify duplicates of debunked stories. For example, during the month of March, they displayed warnings on about 40 million posts related to COVID-19 on Facebook, which was actually based on around 4000 articles only by the independent fact checking partners. What many of us don't know and what is fascinating to me is that Facebook works with over 60 fact-checking organizations that review and rate content in more than 50 languages around the world. In the past month, they've provided grants to 13 fact-checking organizations around the world to support projects in Italy, Spain, Colombia, India, the Republic of Congo, and other nations. Well, let's see. I mean, I'm quite interested in knowing what's, what's going to be the next update, but I mean, I'm, I'm, gu- I'm guessing they're heading towards some, something something good. More news uh, from Facebook. Uh, they launched their Messenger Rooms last week. Um, a lot like Zoom, Google Meets and so on, Facebook also seems to have joined the band- bandwagon of video, com- video communication apps. Uh, in fact, um, we got to know yesterday that uh, Reliance Geo has in fact launches, launched its own meeting app. What will be interesting to see though is the privacy issues that come with these apps. I don't know whether they're going to dissuade people or maybe because you're in this situation there is no choice so people are anyway going to use it. Uh, Let's wait and watch. What happens? Uh, Coming to Twitter, in a recent survey on the platform, 45% surveyed Twitter users said they wish to see brands supporting frontline warriors. This is interesting because such surveys by platforms always give insights to brands with regards to how their messaging should be on social media. Is there really a need to shout out how much money you've donated to some fund? I mean, sure, it was lauded when it was done initially, but then things changed, right? Every brand was doing it, even if they were just donating salaries. I mean, it just came across as lazy messaging during a crisis. While some brands like Reliance, Xiaomi, Samsung, Infosys had a mover's advantage of announcing this quickly, what brands like Mahindra did was focus on their efforts, you know, their relief efforts, and that was actually appreciated greatly. TikTok along with their brand partners have launched small, gesture, small gestures, a way for users to send gifts to their acquaintances. Brand partners associated with this are Adobe, uh, Skillshare, which is an online learning community, nyx professional makeup a cosmetic brand and so on users can actually send gifts such as a 90 day subscription to an app and more through tiktok gestures if anyone's listening adobe premiere rush please (laughs) instagram this week um to support global welfare funds and non-profits instagram has been expanding its fundraising efforts during these challenging times uh recently it Announce another update for users who can raise money for non-profits on Instagram Live Donation. The amount raised for the select non-profits will directly reach the communities through these initiatives. When I tried using it, however, it showed that in India this feature isn't available yet, so maybe they're still working on it for the non-US markets as of now, but it'll be interesting to see um, uh, a lot of uh, uh, donation drives happening through this through this app pretty soon in India. Instagram also released two updates this week, uh, the first one being uh, a new challenges sticker and uh, which sort of makes it easy to join challenges um, through stories, you know, via the stories text tool or from nominations from friends. The platform uh, has observed recently that people are using, you know, the, the mentions, text and hashtags to join popular challenges. Now with this new sticker, users will be able to participate, nominate friends in a streamlined manner. If you come across a challenge when watching other people's stories, you can join in simply by by tapping on the sticker to try it yourself. Anyone can try a challenge, even without being nominated. This is great because this means brands can actually incorporate this feature in their campaigns without having the fear that their hashtag might not get used thanks to lazy participants or that people misspell your hashtag, which has happened quite a bit, trust me. Uh, Again, I'm hoping this feature comes to India soon as I couldn't personally use it, but once it does, we'll surely update you on the same. Uh, A few weeks ago, Instagram actually launched the Stay Home and Ghar Per stickers, allowing users to show how they're practicing social distancing at this time. The platform is building on that effort now to create a centralized experience to find effects, promoting awareness, staying staying active through challenges, fun games, and more. This includes the guess the gibberish AR effect, along with others like draw in five seconds and name by letter. The stay-at-home collection should be updated with more such stuff pretty soon, is what Instagram said. Personally, I like the, the guess the gibberish AR effect. It was fun, although I get bored with these things really easily. But I mean, my whole feed was flooded with these with these things. Snapchat, okay, so a lot is happening on Snapchat, I think they're really working on on a resurgence campaign here and trying to do a lot of unique quirky things, um, uh, given given the situation today. So, Snapchat is actually associating with a range of brands to offer integrated AR lenses and bring the rising popularity of Snap Camera into play. The AR lens, the integrated campaigns offer a branded virtual experience through Snap Camera by Snapchat. For instance, a beauty brand offering a virtual try-on or another brand offering just a virtual experience maybe of travel. Uh, to give you an example, Four More shots, Please, which is uh, an Amazon Prime Video property associated with cha- Snapchat to promote their second season. The AR lens actually sets up the truck bar from the show as a background and alters users' hair and attire with a dress code that matches the club's settings, giving users a virtual experience of a night out. In other news, Snapchat has also rolled out a series of 30-minute homemade virtual workshops where agencies and brands can dial in to learn about everything Snap. I think this is really needed because, I mean, for most of us, Snapchat sort of died. And especially in India, I don't think people are using Snapchat anymore. So I think if anyone really wants to understand, if anyone is working for a brand or an agency and really wants to understand whether it it makes sense to uh, incorporate snapchat into their strategy i mean this is great just go and have a look at one of these workshops and see if if it's interesting for you i i know i will this weekend but i mean seriously i i really want to know if snapchat is really working in india or not so to send your uh, thoughts on this coming to a lot of news in the ott scene um at a time when responsible and entertaining homegrown content for kids is the need of the hour Animation studio Cosmos Maya and online streaming platform Z5 have entered into a multi-project partnership which will see 250-plus episodes of Cosmos Maya's um, content air on the OTT app's new offering, Z5 Kids. The deal will actually see the exclusive digital premiere of three of Cosmo Maya's properties – Do Season 2, Bapu, and Gadget Guru Ganesha. Well, I'm quite excited about Gadget Guru Ganesh. It sounds really cute and something different from the usual tech YouTubers we usually see. So, let's see how that how that is. More than 20 film festivals around the world have actually joined together to stream movies free on YouTube after the coronavirus pandemic shuttered movie theaters and forced the cancellation of annual showcases in Cannes and New York. The 10-day VR1, a global festival, is set to feature content curated by the Berlin, Cannes, Venice, Sundance, and Toronto Film Festivals, amongst others. Uh, this also includes um, other festivals which are taking part would be Jerusalem, Mumbai, Sydney, Tokyo, and London as well. While the festival will stream, stream for free, viewers will be asked to donate to the World Health Organization's COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund. It sounds pretty cool. Digital media entertainment company Pocket Aces has returned with the second season of its successful series Firsts on its long-form channel Dice Media. Conceptualized, written and executed by the cast and crew completely from their respective homes, First Season 2 unfolds the unusual love story of a couple that meets online in the middle of the COVID-19 lockdown. The season unveils the story of Tanya and Aman who, while stuck in quarantine, uh, meet on Bumble, the dating platform where women make the first move, Bumble has actually come on board as as one of the partners for the show. And as the country actually stays home to prevent the spread of COVID-19, this content partnership makes a lot of sense. You know, it, it highlights how even during this these tough times, you can you can stay far, get close, and create safe, equal, and meaningful connections virtually. Seamlessly in line with the brand's value proposition. You know, I mean this 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 collaboration actually makes a lot of sense, and I actually had a chance to have a look at the first have a go at the first episode. It's it's really nice till now at least. So please go ahead and watch it, and let me know how how you feel about it. Sony Pictures Sports Network has announced the launch of the new digital series called Sony Ten Presents: The Medal of Glory. The 15 episode digital mini series will showcase conversations with Olympians talking about how they they are faring during the lockdown their fitness and diet regimes, uh, their journey to victory representing India at international tournaments and the importance of hitting the ground running once life resumes normalcy. Hosted by sports entertainer Raman Bhano, the series uh, went live on May 1st. While unrelated and somewhat related, this reminds me of a picture of Charles Leclerc, Ferrari's star Formula 1 driver, driving around Monaco in a minivan delivering essential goods to people. I wonder if our sportsmen are also doing anything in that space because other than fitness uh, regimes, I mean, I, I, I haven't really seen much. I mean, anything coming, coming out from them and these regimes are sort of getting a little too much in my opinion. Good, but still too many of them. Coming to the world of digital advertising, Google has been saying that it has now closely been monitoring uh, advertiser behaviour to protect users from ads looking to take advantage of the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, They they seem to have a dedicated COVID-19 task force that's been working around the clock, apart from building a new detection technology and also improving on their existing enforcement systems to stop bad actors. The platform claims to have blocked and removed tens of millions of coronavirus-related ads over the past few months for policy violations, including uh, price gouging, capitalizing on global medical supply, making misleading claims about cures, and promoting illegitimate unemployment benefits. To be honest, it's been a little difficult to post ads recently, I don't know if uh, if most of you have felt it, but with this new detection technology, um, a lot of advertisers have actually been complaining i've personally faced some difficulties my my colleagues have and uh, our, our ads have actually been rejected without any reason even though we followed the same old way of uploading it the same old system so it's and and uh it, it's surprising i understand that you know there is a need to um, monitor carefully and have a system in place but uh, there seems to be a lack of support services as well so i hope uh, google is also working in the background to fix that right now um well that's all on the important news in digital this week i think with government announcements ex- you know that have happened in the last couple of days it will be interesting to see how companies adopt more of digital to their uh, business strategy not to sound like a pessimist but the situation is not getting over anytime soon Brands are racing against time to ensure the right digital collaborations and paths are created to keep their businesses afloat. And I expect to to see a lot more announcements in the coming weeks. Time for a short break. Coming up is my favourite segment, Campaigns of the Week. Coming now to campaigns of the week, let's start with the hits of the week. My favorite campaign this week or month I would say is ITC's Stay Strong Moms campaign. Saluting all the moms at home who are working hard to keep the family together, I think this is an excellent integrated campaign involving digital PR and influencers. It reminded me of my own mother who I feel needs something like this at this moment. You know something, something like like a care package with physical and emotional things to you know sort of deal with the madness in your house. Given that there's no personal time for them right now, because well, there is no time because there's so many people in the house. I mean, I've spent a little over a month now at home, and it truly amazes me how much work there is in a household. Coming back to the campaign, five thousand moms received gifts from Sunfeast with a personal message thanking them for being the superheroes in their own way, especially now. As part of the campaign, Mom's Magic created a platform where eight renowned music artists and their families came together to spread cheer amongst the women of the house. The concept of the show was to connect live from the celebrity singer houses and chat with them and their families, especially the mothers in the house, and perform in a virtual concert to cheer the mothers of India. Now, the good thing is that while I, I earlier mentioned celebrity singer houses. They were actually quite relevant, genuine names. Like, look at this: Kavita Krishnamurti, Ushauthap, Akriti Kakkar, Gayatri Kunal Ganjawala, Ankita Kundu, Harshdeep Kaur, Ankita Bhattacharya. I mean, this is wonderful. I mean, a wonderful list of names. And I actually went through a couple of the videos, and they were so nice. You know, uh, in fact, from what I saw in the page. Uh, uh, around thousand moms who received the packages out of the five thousand actually went out and posted short videos thanking uh, the brand for this initiative. Um, apart from this, also part of this campaign was uh, with you know six or seven uh, moms who actually like famous moms I would say who actually came together and created short videos. You know, for example, Mandra Bedi and Yasmin Karachiwala talked about fitness for moms. Soha Ali Khan talked about parenting. Neena Gupta about spirituality, though I'm not sure the connection there, but okay. Uh, Pooja Makhija talked about nutrition for moms. And Priyanka Reddy, Dr. Priyanka Reddy actually talked about safety measures. So just look at the lineup there, I mean, it's so apt for the campaign. They didn't just take any random celebrity or influencer to just do a jig for five minutes. It, it's it's always good to see this because you know i mean we're always reminded of this fact that good content always wins your heart and this is a great example you can take big names you know like a lot of times i have this conversation with my with my peers that you know um are we are we taking too many big names is it really necessary maybe sometimes it is you know a lot of brands they like to think of uh the big names contributing to the reach and i understand that i get that um but but is it relevant to the message that you're trying to give out and here that fits in perfectly so have go have a look they have a whole instagram page about this and it's really interesting what they've done uh manufacturer of biscuits and confectionery pale products has actually launched a digital film for G brand dedicated to all the brave individuals who are fighting every day for the well-being of our country uh the campaign is a showcase of gratitude towards frontline workers, ending with a message of AAP hai to HUM hai. The ad film features a bunch of kids uh, wondering why their parents are stepping out of their ho- homes when schools, roads and everything is shut with a nationwide lockdown in place. They question why their parents step out every day to serve others and worry due to the possibility of their parents getting infected. Then one of the kids mentioned that his parents explained to him that the country is going through a tough time and needs all of us. As we are all soldiers playing a part to overcome the pandemic, a little bit of overacting, I would, I would say, but that's just me nitpicking. Otherwise, the film was wonderful. It was so nicely done. Uh, it also captures how uh, pale workers are diligently performing their duties while ensuring set sanitization protocols. Um, starting from the workers undergoing thermal screening at the entrances the machines being disinfected and and the workers also wearing masks and gloves all the time i mean it just shows that you know when when you're actually selling essential products right now this is exactly what people would want to know you know they, they 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 really they don't want to know how much money you're donating they don't want to know uh okay you know i mean you're coming out with some some fun activity, but if you're actually selling something that's relevant right now, this is exactly what they want to see, and I think the message was captured really well by by this film. Um, coming to some news from the tourism sector, actually, I mean I've I've refrained from um, talking about tourism uh, even in the last last week's episode because I feel that the the sector right now is 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 quite. Uh, dead. I mean, I mean, it makes sense because people can't travel. Um, does it does it really make sense to promote a place? But uh, I, I feel that, you know, there, there is always going to be some some leeway there. Um, uh, how your messaging goes out to people is really important, whether you're cognizant of the fact that people can't immediately travel and how you keep that, you know, top of the mind recall amongst your consumers. So, uh, a couple of campaigns actually I wanted to wanted to point out. One is Switzerland tourism, which uh, is encouraging travellers across the world to stay home and stay safe, but has launched a new campaign called Dream Now, Travel Later, to keep hope up afloat in travellers around the world, giving them something to look forward to when the pandemic is finally behind us. A short video actually released by them um, shows the wonderful backdrops of uh, of switzerland and and talks about how staying at home is so important right now uh and and similarly switzerland is also you know having a pause time and uh, and staying where they are but it's not going to change is what the video is trying to say it's it's going to remain there remain intact for the people once everything opens up and then you know you can come back and travel I think I think it's the video sort of spreads so much positivity and hope to inspire people to look forward to the good times when this crisis gets over. Uh, new South Wales, uh, Destination New South Wales has done something really interesting. They actually have a whole new suite of still and video uh, Zoom ready assets available for consumers to download to make their conferencing calls a lot more fun. I mean, the Zoom background collection was actually curated to inspire Wanderlust in the dreaming phase of the travel planning cycle um, with, with the backgrounds curated around three key ele- uh, elements which is uh, native animals, sunrise and sunset. Um, I, I, I think given the situation today, you know, where we're constantly using Zoom and you'll be using things like WeTransfer. Uh, these, are, these are some really good platforms where you can sort of advertise or where you can actually plug in your, 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 your destination. And um, you, you guys should really go and have a look at this. It's, it's, it's a really wonderful um, initiative by, by the tourism department there coming to what's a miss this week i think um, there are there are two three campaigns which i personally didn't like i mean two of them had uh, did, did the same thing and I'm, so i'm just going to club them together first is uh, bajaj alliance life insurance and uh, the second is blackberries now what both these campaigns have done is they've come out with campaigns but they've kept the the messaging so generic without sort of um, linking it back to their messaging their offerings you know, um, to create that brand connect, you know, I'm not saying that you need to shout out that, you know, oh, we offer the best. I'm just saying that, okay, with my brand, you can also do this. So you have to create that connect when you're, you know, when, when you're making a campaign, it doesn't have to be so generic that it just, it's 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 a miss, you know, whenever you see, you see it and then it just goes away. I mean, I can't remember the 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 Alliance campaign right now. It's, it, it was actually so generic, I mean, you know, they didn't connect it to their servings, uh, offerings at all. Especially Blackberries, you know, they, they actually launched a campaign called Rise From Home, where uh, they encourage the audience to make the best use of this phase by engaging in their passions, while um, efficiently managing their professional life. I mean, the campaign invites the audience to share their Rise From Home stories by showcasing their productivity at work in sync with their interests. I mean, uh, while while this is their first post description, and it sounds interesting, I'm not sure where the campaign is headed. A clothes company can use work from home such a quirky way. I mean, we saw last week how this reporter in the U.S. wore boxers and a shirt to shoot his video and forgot to get the right angle. And well, we all got to see more than needed. <laughs> Imagine if Rise from Home could have been more about grooming habits while you're at ho- while you're home. I mean, don't be like that. That, like like that reporter, be the Blackberry guy and dress up for work from home, or um, work from home and home cleaning. Informals is easy with Blackberries. That would have been more fun. I mean, the current campaign is pretty boring, to be honest. Let's see where it where it goes. I mean, it's just started, so yeah. Uh, the final campaign that I did not like at all, and um, I, I it it could have been quite quite nice was um, this campaign by Oppo. So, they've launched a campaign called Expert for an Expert that comprises of two digital films featuring Bollywood actor Vicky Kaushal and photographer Dabu Ratnani uh, focus on encouraging consumers to explore and validate their passion even in these tough times. Um, the Both uh, celebrities can be seen exemplifying the extent of diligence, efforts and precision that goes behind the making of a real expert who follows his passion. Sumit so Walia, the Vice President of Product Marketing um, in OPPO, actually said, fueling passion points to create a deeper connect has been principal to OPPO's marketing strategy. The need of the hour for all of us is to m- take a pause and stay at home during this unprecedented global pandemic. However, we aim to encourage people to n- not put a pause to things that are, that they're passionate about as long as they can be pursued staying indoors. Great. See, this part is great. I mean, you know, I think the press release went out great, the, the statement went out great, but what followed on digital was was there was, a, there was a whole disconnect because if you go and have a look at the images that OPPO put out after they launched the campaign, they were all images of, of outdoor shots with their OPPO phones. I mean, for what reason? Couldn't, were, they, were they that lazy that they couldn't take some nice shots indoors? Wouldn't it have been better if Dabu and Vicky shot something at home using their OPPO phones? Like double shot of family calendar maybe you know instead of the kingfisher calendar using his phone that would have been wonderful use of the hashtag expert for an expert not this mindless brand video followed by outdoor pictures taken from the phone I mean I, I think yesterday I think I finally saw a couple of images of some artists drawing uh, from home but I mean they could have planned it way better I mean I'm not sure how the community is going to understand this campaign. Let's hope they make some improvements as the campaign has gone live just, just this last week. Samsung on the other hand has done a pretty good job uh, with their campaigns, with their indoor camera campaigns. They have, they have all these experts coming in and talking about um, um, different tips and tricks that people can use while taking pictures indoors. And, and that's, that's actually been received quite well. Anyway, that's all from the campaigns of the week, uh, which brings us to the close of the week's episode on all things digital. Uh, some closing thoughts on what I've learned, not just by observing, but also by planning with my clients this week. Um, and it's not something new, but I think it's just been reiterated in my head, you know, while while you know we've been planning so much. Is that a relevant message is way more important than just following the herd. I think we, we are always so focused on share of voice and, and engagement numbers that we forget if what we're saying really is worth it. If you're in an agency or on the other side like the brand, do you also wonder how to tell your client or boss that the proposed campaign is shit? I know easier said than done and we all have at some point compromised and implemented ridiculous campaigns. But the important thing is, did you make yourself hurt or did you just quietly execute? In my opinion, my conscience is clear if I know I've fought for it at least. What do you guys think? Do share your thoughts in the email in my description. Till then, have a wonderful week ahead.